Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a Studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. That's right. Come on in. Sit right down. Grab yourself some candy. Producer Phil at the concession stand. What? What's some candy you might want to buy at the concession stand here in the Horrible Movie Theater? Uh, I only eat Junior Mints in the theater. Junior Mints. I might grab some Raisinets. No. You know what else we might grab? Get out of here with your Raisinets. You ready for this one? Zots. That's right, friends. You may never have heard of them, but uh, what you're about ready to hear, you're going to learn about Zot's Candy. Z-O-T-Z, that's Zot's, sponsor of the Horrible Movie Podcast this week. No, seriously, you're going to learn about them. Uh, but you're going to hear about it from a guy named Corey Mann. Now, Corey Mann has a very, very great two podcasts on our podcast network, Studio DNA Podcast Network. He has What Else with Corey Mann. Uh, which is an interview podcast, it's stinking phenomenal. And then he also has he he interviews all people, all all big time artists uh, in the uh, Christian contemporary music, Christian music. It's phenomenal. And also uh, he has a great podcast uh, with uh, a legend in sports in the uh, Bend, uh, South Bend, Indiana, Chicago region. Chuck Freebie. It's called Sports Jack. That's also on our, our podcast. It's very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, and then, uh, Corey, like I said, he's he's been in the radio industry for how long? 30 years? More than 30 years. Uh, more yeah. than 30 years. So you're about ready to hear some great audio. You're going to get the top three most walkoutable movies that Corey Mann has ever seen in the theater, and you will not be disappointed. His list may surprise you. His list will surprise you. We also talk about uh, the Chicago Bears. Because he's a big-time Chicago Bear fan, and he t- gives you his uh, 10 favorite-ish, 10-ish favorite uh, mm-hmm. Bears of all time. Pretty darn good kids. So uh, stay tuned. Sit back in your chair right there. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, uh, the is pretty good. It drops out here and there, but I think you'll get the gist of what yeah, we, uh, we did it at a distance, obviously, because we're not in Indiana. So there it is. 
Uh, here we go. Uh, Corey Mann on the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, Zots. Today we've got Corey Mann on the show. Uh, Corey, what is going on? Greetings from Granger, Indiana. If you don't know where that's at, uh, I'm not surprised. It's right next to South Bend, Indiana, home of the University of Notre Dame. Yes. That's our claim to fame. There you go. The other town to the east of us is Elkhart, Indiana, hmm. better known as the RV capital of the world. <laughs> not to be confused with Warsaw, Indiana, which is to the uh, south of us, which is the prosthetic arm capital okay. of the world. Okay, so oh, let's, wow. let's, let's, <laughs> drill, let's drill down into this here. Uh, what? Well, are the, the factories are there. So, yeah, there's Camping World in Elkhart. <laughs> uh, is there a pro, I mean, the prosthetic. I mean, the, this is. Tell us about this. Flush that out for us. Well, down in Warsaw, which is about an hour away from where I live, is literally the prosthetic arm and leg capital of the world. It's a it's a small town, but it's this uh, this company that's uh, cornered the market on on robot uh, limbs. So there's that. And then uh, Elkhart is literally the RV capital of the world. All the RV companies are right there. Mm. Um, Patrick Industries, uh, uh, Forest, Thor, you know, an RV. But I do know those companies because it's uh, big money there. That's cool. And then the University of Notre Dame in, uh, in South Bend, Indiana. So, Well, very good. Uh, now, tell folks, Corey, a little bit about... Um, yourself about what you do uh you have a uh very uh celebrated background in radio and you also yeah you have two podcasts mm. on the same uh podcast network network that we're on the studio dna uh, podcast network uh just give us a little brief uh cory man uh uh introduction sure um, i was at a uh, a local watering hole friday night as some of my close friends were playing in an '80s cover band, and Ooh, wow. there was a couple people in there. A couple people in there who recognized me, of course, of course. and uh, I had to set them straight. So, I've been in terrestrial radio for 30 years. I did mainstream radio for 15, and then in '09, I stuck my foot in Christian radio, and I'm still there. Okay, uh, I've got two podcasts. One is called What Else. It's just uh, strictly interview based. I I love talking to people and have access to the artists that we play on that station as well as some other people. I'm dabbling in other worlds. So I like that. And then I have access to a guy who is a local sports rain man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he used to be on TV back in the day. And now he, he covers uh, local. Uh, I also work for a TV station that, co- that covers local uh, football and basketball. And so, uh, 49 episodes ago, I asked him if he wanted to do a, like a half hour sports podcast that awesome. would be more sports, you know, it'd be kind of weird stuff. We call it the sports yak mm-hmm. because no better name for two guys talking about sports than a Tibetan ox. So, <laughs> well, it's a great podcast. Both, uh, both your shows are great. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're having a lot of fun. And then I also uh, draw kids' books. So I'm working on my number two and number three kids' books well, uh, right now. Can you pr- promote your first kids' book? You said you, you're working on your second and third one. What's your, what was your first one called? It was called Stuffed. And it was uh, basically like a Build-A-Bear that comes to life. 
and uh, he's a third grader, and he only speaks in puns. Oh, my god! That sounds great. That does sound great. Yeah. Punny. And uh, I did a whole Kickstarter campaign and uh, sold out 500 copies here locally, and and uh, the, the people, they want more, so I'm going to give them more. So there's another. Uh, the first stuffed book was called The Bear Essentials, B-E-A-R, <laughs> and then the second book is called Grin and Bear It, B-E-A-R, and then in like the midst it. of that, I created another character, and it's cool. going to be kind of very Christmassy winter. And uh, you remember that old Christmas classic, Feliz Navidad? Yes, exactly, yeah. It's about a dog, and his name is Felix Naughty Dog. You know, <laughs> Felix Naughty Dog. And he's best friends with a snowman who just randomly disappears around springtime, and there's never any real explanation as to why. So it's a book about loneliness. Oh, wow. That's cool, man. That's awesome. I, so you're illustrating it, or you're writing the story, too? Both. 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 Wow. Um, that's awesome, dude. That's a lot. Uh, you, you, uh, were, Jack and I are sitting across the table here on the other line in Missouri, just feeling sorry for ourselves, like we haven't really accomplished very much. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. I, I'm lazy. I love, I love that you have your hands in so many things. That's cool. You get after it, Corey. My gosh. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of fat, so I need to keep busy. <laughs> Phil and I, Phil and I are both in education. I'm, I'm, a, I've been a teacher for 17 years. And then Phil works, um, what would you describe your job as? IT? Yeah. Right? I work in education, but in an IT way. I don't teach any classes. Yes. But it, but you're in Phil, charge. Phil, is this, what, what's Phil's last name? Uh, Sousa. Yeah, this is, this is the guy. producer that, Phil, man. This is the guy that, that you email back and forth with all the time. Wow. I have a whole new appreciation for you. Oh, you man. are the man. Hey, I've, I've said this so much on this show, Corey. There is no, well, one, there is no studio DNA or any podcast on the network without Phil. Like, he would, and he would be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. No, that's true. That's real life. No, oh, I, I love that. Phil, Corey, Phil, you're an asset. You're he is an, an asset. asset. Yes, he is an oh, asset. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, Corey and I have become friends over via email, but this is the first time I've actually talked to him on the phone. So We're making connections. Yeah. It's like Perfect. Delilah. <laughs> Delilah, we're making connections over the, over the radio waves. Um, well, very cool. Uh, let's do this. This is the Horrible Movie Podcast. Feel free to talk about any uh, podcast, or any podcast, any horrible movie stuff we've talked about. Uh, we agreed, and you had said you were going to talk about a few movies that were so bad, in fact, that you walked out of the theater. I love, I love making lists. I'm a list guy, so... We love them, too. Like, let's say... This last week, it was uh, David Bowie's birthday, Rod Stewart's birthday. So I immediately go, all right, let's go top 10 Bowie songs. Wow, that's awesome. So in the world of movies, you know, you can break down all kinds of different uh, groups. And I, I, it was either you guys or an article that I'd read or something like movies that you've walked out on, movie or movies that you've walked out on. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got a big three, a big three. Because, A, I love the movie-going experience. It's expensive, yes, and I want to give the movie the benefit of the doubt. But when it sucks so bad that you have to get up within the first 10, 15, 30 minutes, oh, man, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Do you want to go uh, from three down to one, or is it uh, more uh, fluid? 
I think three to one would be good because then it leaves you hanging. And it's like, well, let's hang around and see what this dork says for I number one. I love it. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Corey Mann presents his top three most walkoutable movies he's ever seen in the theater. The three movies he's walked out on. Number three. When I was a young man, I'd be excited about movies in the newspaper. So I would cut out the uh, you know the local theater would put the movie poster in the newspaper. Do you guys remember that? Absolutely, wow. I loved it. Uh, the West Plains Daily uh, Quill in West Plains, Missouri, would always put it in. The, they had the Glass Sword Cinema Three, and I would get so excited. Oh my gosh, Police Academy Six! It's coming to the Glass Sword. We love it. <laughs> yeah, and the bigger the ad, you would just in your head go, "This, yeah. this is going to be a huge movie. This Look at how time. much." room they've taken <laughs> yeah. up and i remember the byline i re- i remember it as clear as yesterday it said if you loved the terminator and i was like i'm in <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what it is i'm in Check. if you love the terminator you'll uh you'll love um oh d- hardware it was called hardware hardware, hardware. look that up phil <laughs> hardware so, my at the time girlfriend and I go to this movie and I'm like, Hey, this thing, and this is pre-internet obviously. And I'm like, Hey, in the newspaper, it said, if you like Terminator, you'll love hardware. It was, it was maybe 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And I said, we've got to go. We got to leave. We got to go. She's like, no, give it a chance. I said, Nope, got to go. And we get out. And uh, she's like, you, you think you would have done a better job of finding us a movie? I was like, hey, oh. I, you know, I'm going by the ad in the paper. And so we're arguing oh. on the way back to her house. I stopped to get gas. And she starts barking about how cold it was in the car. I was so mad about the movie. I left her there and oh. her dad had to come get her. What? What? <laughs> I, that's and how mad I was. this is number three, Phil. This is number three on his list. Yeah. That's number three. Well, hold on. Let's so talk there, about hardware. Hard- Don't ever watch. This. Well, let's talk about this. Um, wow, Dylan McDermott. Yeah, um, yeah. He uh, it's Dylan McDermott. Uh, there is Iggy Pop is in this movie. Um, Was it like eighty five, eighty six? Uh, ninety. Sound right? I think it says ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Wow, um, I, I've never heard of this movie. Well, how about this one? Well, let's read this short. The head of a cyborg reactivates, rebuilds itself, and goes on a violent rampage in a space marine's girlfriend's apartment. What? Oh, God, was that horrible. Wow. So, hardware, hardware, I'm reading the Wikipedia page. It says hardware was originally rated <gasps> X for the uh, Motion Picture Association, not for any nudity or pornography. It was for its gore. Like, it was excessively wow. gory. That sounds like Chopping Mall. Yeah, but then they, they reduced it down to a rated uh, R. You know, one other mu- musical person in this is Lemmy from Motorhead. Corey? The Ace of Spades! The Ace of Spades! I love Lemmy. I really do like... Do you like Motorhead? I like Motorhead when the time is right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, we I agree were with at- you. Yeah, I agree with you. We were at a Notre Dame women's basketball game this past week, and it was number one versus number two, Notre Dame versus Louisville. And some ignoramus DJ played a Motorhead song (laughs) with like 30 seconds left. It's like, that's not a song to play at a women's basketball game. (laughs) Oh, we love it. Okay, well, are we ready for number, <laughs> number two? Number <laughs> three, folks, like we said, on Corey Mann's list of most walkoutable movies, 
Hardware, 1990s Hardware, starring, starring Dylan McDermott. Uh, now, number two. Do you guys remember a classic movie featuring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Grease. Just uh, everything you could imagine happened. This is such a great movie. Uh, even The Conspiracy of the End, were they all dead? Were yeah. they fly away in the car? Guys, were they really just dead? You got it wrong. You got it wrong. It's not Grease. It's not Grease. Oh, no. It's the god-awful number two movie, Two of a Kind. Two, two of, of a Kind. Of a Kind. Let's see them. Okay. I, I'm learning so much on this podcast. Okay. Uh, this, well, that's what we're here for. We're educational. Um, two of a Kind. 1980. Read me the synopsis. Okay, 1983. Two of a Kind, starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. You love them in Greece. You're obviously <laughs> going to love them in this movie. Uh, let's go with... I, I when, got it. You got, got it? it. You, you got it. No, read it. Uh, Travolta plays a cash-strapped inventor, while Newton-John plays the bank teller whom he attempts to rob. They must come to show compassion for one another in order to delay God's judgment upon the earth. When God decides <laughs> to destroy Earth, four angels aim to redeem mankind through a young man and woman with troubles of their own. That's right. Two of a kind. It's only 88 minutes, by the way, Corey. Uh, this would be well, an easy no, no, watch. No, 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 no. It's only 20 <laughs> minutes because here's what happens. <laughs> they, they start, these two run into each other, blah, blah, blah. Something happens, and I think the God character is like, I'm going to destroy the world. Unless you get it right. So they rewind oh. the movie oh. in real time. <gasps> wow. Literally, oh. they, they, the last thing that John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John do, they rewind from that period and go all the way back to the start of the movie and start over again with some little subtle changes in their actions. Wow. The worst freaking movie ever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, did this come out before Greece? 83, yeah, it came out after Greece, right? After Greece. Yeah, this is after. So this is like, well, if Greece worked with these two, let's put them in something else. <laughs> oh, they're, they're a cinema gold together. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I remember the, the subtitle, just like you read it. If you like them in Greece, you'll love them in two of a kind. Because it makes no, <laughs> no sense. Wow. Why would you? No. Oh, my gosh. Living so I left. I left in the middle of the rewind section, like when they rewound it, and you're literally watching it rewind, and then they get halfway. Th I'm like, this is the this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and so then we good. left. So good. Is this a musical? I don't remember any music no, being sung. No, 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 no. Because they're they're on the uh, John Travolta and Olivia both are on the soundtrack, but they may have just recorded songs like as background music for the movie or something. Um, some highlights. But here. 1983. 1983, I mean, she was as as hot in her career as possible musically. Yeah. This, it, movie, uh, fe uh, this movie features Scatman Carruthers. Uh, Hong Kong Pui. Yes. Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters fame. From Benton Harbor, Michigan, yeah. where I was born. Is he really? Yep. There you go. Ernie Hudson. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Uh, and uh, is this Charles Dutton? Charles Durning, who's a kind Thank of, God Ernie bounced back. He had he well, if that's eighty three, that means he had Ghostbusters after that. So. Yes, he did. So, 
All right, so number three on the list was Hardware, starring Dylan McDermott. Number two on Corey Mann's list of most walkoutable movies, two of a kind, starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Because if you love Grease, <laughs> you're going to love two of a kind. And number one on Corey Mann's list of awesomeness, the most walkoutable movies of all time. Corey. Let's stick with John Travolta, boys. Little movie I call wow. Battlefield Earth. Yay! Yes. We have done that one on this show. <laughs> um, it is egregious. Tell us about your experience at the theater. Well, I remember uh, going with the guy who was on my morning show at the time. He was the sports guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see the ads on TV and you're kind of like, okay, science fiction, Travolta, uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker, I think, is in yeah, that movie. Yeah, which yes. gives him some credit here. Yeah, and uh, it was horrible. It was beyond and, horrible. And it's like one of those movies where you're like, okay, maybe it's just a, a rough start. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's see what happens here. Let's see if it fleshes out. And it was just... Bad makeup, bad dialogue, <laughs> bad story, and um, I, I mean, we got to the point of no return where it's like, why leave now? There's maybe eight minutes left, and it was like, no, probably about an hour and eight minutes left. It was so freaking long, or at least in my head it was, it but was that long. was a god-awful, horrible movie. So you made it about halfway through then? About halfway through, and then it's like, please, let's go. Yeah. And then... Uh, and I remember some kind of conversation of like, but Travolta was just in something, like he was in something great broken right air, before broken, that. Broken Arrow was slightly before this, and so he still had a lot from that. And he had Face Off coming not that far before this. Remember yeah. Face Off with uh, Nick uh, Nicholas Cage, and uh, so I think that he still had some, uh, you know, some some nitro behind him a little bit. But then, man, this was brutal, hard to watch. Oh. Church of Scientology so had a lot. Church of Scientology had a lot to do with it, and then um, that I think they they helped fund it. And then he brought, there was one, and we, we, on the episode the episode we did for this one, there's a there's a, a movie studio that went literally like butt, belly up because of this movie, basically. So huh. pretty amazing, pretty big flop. Travolta. Horrible. Really horrible. I, I'm reading on the Wikipedia page that Travolta, or L. Ron Hubbard, was hoping that Travolta would turn his book, because it was originally a book called Battlefield Earth, into a movie, quote, in the vein of Star Wars and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't come anywhere close to the, the magnitude yeah. of those movies. <laughs> well, very cool. What's your favorite uh, candy at the theater when you go watch a movie, Corey? Do you get candy? Uh, well, the as you know, the candy at the theater is too expensive. I understand. Yeah. Well, what's your so, favorite to what get I like at the... To do is, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I like to stop at the DG, yes. uh, the Dollar General. We call, it's called the DG around here. <laughs> well, around here, around here, it's called Taj Mahal where we're at. That's that's the yeah. tippy top of. So I'll either go, I'll either go milk dust. <clears throat> yes. Or I'll um, I'll splurge in a candy I love from my upbringing that's still wrong called Zot. Zots. Wow. I'm not. Do we have that up here? I don't think Down so. Here, this I mean? is. Uh, they don't have the technology here to make those. Is apparently. it uh, Z O T S? Z O T. There might be a Z in there oh, at the oh, end, oh, boys. Oh, 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 there is a, cool. oh, man. We have added something. 
When you add that Z to the end, that changes this candy. Zads. Right. Uh, it's I'm like the Backstreet fa- Boys. I'm not familiar with this candy. What is, what is it like? Fizzy Center Sour. It's a hard candy. Okay. It's a hard candy. And then inside, if you don't bite the candy because you're all excited about it, there's a uh, there's a candy powder in the middle, in the nucleus, if you will, oh, of this candy. candy. Nucleus. And it's like a secondary explosion of awesomeness. <laughs> mm, wow. So it's like Pop Rocks are in the middle? I would say exactly like that. It is Pop Rocks. They've, they've, they've hidden out. They're, they're undercover. Uh-huh. It's a Trojan horse that is uh, Pop Rocks in the middle. Zots. Zots. Wow, I've got to try that. I, don't, I, I thought when you first said it, I thought you were still talking about Battlefield Earth, and that was one of the bad guys from Battlefield Earth. Zots. Zots. <laughs> Zots. Bleep, blop, blorp. Let's make up some, make up some uh, vocab. Look at that. We're, yeah, we're pulling up a picture of it now. I, I literally have never heard of this candy before, but it, it sounds awesome. It does. I, unfortunately, we're going to have to go up to South Bend to, to get We may have some. to make a drive to South Bend just to get this. Water, watermelon or cherry, gentlemen? Watermelon or cherry? Have you ever drank this with, like, like with, a, with Coke or Pepsi or something? What happens to the Pop Rocks in the middle of it, the Zots in the middle of it? Does it add to the explosion? I don't know that I've ever... Uh added anything because they are so great standalone let's this, just say that this this uh, segment of the show sponsored by zots do you like sour candy zots. do you like explosive things zots wow i'll tell you what i'll do gentlemen as a thank you to letting me be on your program i'll send you some zots from the uh, great oh white midwest you don't have here. to do that oh. <laughs> you don't we would, we would accept we would, them. We would really like it. And we, we will eat them <laughs> next time on, on the air because everyone, oh, you know, well, you know when you eat candy and you eat something while you're recording things, people love it. Yeah, they Corey. love it. That's great audio. <laughs> great audio. Because there are no rules in podcasting, boy. Dude, I, I had a, uh, there was a radio syndication guy I was talking to one time and he was like, well, podcasts, it's like the old, it's like the Wild West. There are no rules. So you don't know if you can make money off it or not. Thanks, guy. Appreciate it. My you. radio, my radio hero told me. I said, "How did you get to pull off what you did back in the day?" And he goes, "Here's what my boss said: Don't wreck the car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wreck the car." That's true. That's true. Don't wreck the car. Uh, Corey, how? Don't how, wreck the car. I, I I apologize if you already said this in the show, but how long have you been in broadcasting? I started the summer of '87. I um. Wow. I went to a local community college for 30 days, 30 days, and uh, hated it. Called the local morning show DJ where I grew up, and I said, may I please come see what you do? And he's like, yeah, and uh, sat with him for four hours. And four hours, he said, I've got a shift that no one will work, and if you want it, you can have it, and you can learn all the tricks of the trade because it's overnight, and I will pay you. Three dollars yes. and thirty-five cents an hour. That's awesome. <laughs> and I said, I am now the richest man in the world. Because yeah, I'm. You were like, I'm making money. I'm doing something fun. Let's do this. Yep. Uh, so nineteen, you know, uh, summer of eighty-seven, fall of, you know, winter of or yeah, winter of eighty-eight. Uh, just knee-deep in top forty goodness. Yeah. What? What? I was gonna say, what format was it? It was top forty, so it was, but it was a hodgepodge. So it was like Welcome to the Jungle, into uh, Robert Palmer, mm-hmm. Simply Irresistible, yes. into uh, you know Madonna. Gosh, what was that Madonna? 
like Express Yourself. Yes, Vogue. Uh, and then Janet Jackson was kind of starting to blow up with Rhythm Nation. Mm-hmm. Right around there. George Michael, um, whatever that record was. Faith. That, uh, Faith, yeah. Yeah, him with the earring Prank, on Prank, it. He had the cross, the crucifix. Praying for time, yeah. praying, praying for something. I don't yeah. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. So your favorite, let's talk about this. You're a big, uh, obviously you're a big music guy because you love, you, uh, you're in radio, so you got to love music, right? What's your favorite yeah. genre of music? What, like, what do you listen to or is it just kind of, uh, a bunch of different stuff. Everything. I, I love a, I love eighties top 40. I love, uh, I love a great movie soundtrack like a movie score. I think, um, I think the Spider-Man Spider-Verse, the, the, uh, album and the score are two of the best things that are out right now. I gotta check that That's out. That's awesome. Um, oh yeah. It's like my son is 12 and he, he kind of likes hip hop. But it's just, and I mean, you know, I don't mean to sound like a prude, but it's just so filthy. This record is squeaky clean, and it's, you know, and it, and it goes, it goes with a fantastic movie, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, Spider Man, Spider Verse. Uh, I love hard rock. I'm getting ready to see Metallica in two weeks. I love classic rock. That's I'm going to so see cool. ELO this summer. Wow. Yeah, I, I like everything, uh, but but I will, I have my grave fighting you on this. 90s top 40 is the worst genre of music of all time. <laughs> is that that's what you ended up working for a while, right? I did. That was yeah, uh, 87 to 2001, but 1990 to 1999 is the worst top 40 music of all time. Is it because of the boy bands? Uh Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, is it I mean, because it, was of what, what? it was just it was just garbage. Like the band garbage? Like you're like you're saying garbage the band garbage? I don't think so. No, okay, all right. Um, well, I understand. Yeah. I get now it. Hear, now hear me. You know the rock, the rock stuff of the '90s, not bad, not bad, and some of it's still around. But the top forty stuff, just horrible. <laughs> well, there were a lot of little one-hit wonders there. Uh, LFO, uh, a lot of the like I said, the boy band stuff. Um, yeah. rock was really weird then though because you had grunge and then it segued into this, this other stuff that's not really rock it's yeah. like alternative experimental Beck was main Beck was top I mean top 40 type stuff too but but that was kind of weird too so then it's like it's odd I get you I understand um so you didn't have to necessarily listen to the music while you were on on the clock though right <laughs> I mean, I know. You... No, I mean, you know, when you when you're a good DJ, you know, you're working on your next break and you're getting your next phone call ready, man. You got those bits lined up. You know, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Cool. You've a uh, lifetime uh, Chicago Bears fan, is that right, Corey? Yeah. So I'm 83 miles from Soldier Field, where we live, right okay. around the other side of the lake. All right. Yeah. So Bears, Notre Dame fan. Are you okay doing one more list? Uh, and it is the top, yeah, maybe your top five to ten Chicago Bears players of all time. You have favorites. We do this. Oh wow! I I, I talk. Uh, we have I have another podcast that I do, and it's literally my commute to work. And I have a couple other guys that I commute with every day, and we talk. And we we're we're all Cardinals, uh, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and so we talk about the best Cardinals of all time. 
Uh, but let's do this. Since you're a Chicago Bears fan, I guess you could talk about Cubs too. And I've got a Cubs fi- uh, friend of mine that would love to hear that. But anyway, Chicago Bears top. Can you do top ten, or is that is that too many to sort in that short amount of time? Uh, no. I'll. I. Yeah. I. I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> well, okay. Let's do this. Top ten, and you know what? You this can be more fluid. You don't. You. You don't have to do it in top ten to one. Uh, but you're just your top top ten, or your the your ten favorite bears of all time. Okay. Wow, what a great um, what a great list. Let me uh, let me just uh, pray to Dick Buckus real quick and get <laughs> uh, get the spirit of Dick Buckus flowing here real yeah, quick. Yeah, kick through uh, it. Yeah, if you have to pull up the internet, you can you can cheat. It had to be from your memory. You can. You know what? Let's let's not do in order either. Can I no, just, yeah. Can we just yeah just, that's what I'm saying. Don't don't yeah. feel like you have to do it in order. All right, this is uh, Corey Mann's favorite I'm, Bears I'm, of all time. I'm gonna go uh, in my list. Jay Cutler. Okay. Uh, you you know never knew what day you were gonna get on game day, but um, Jay Cut- that surprises I, me. Jay Cutler. Continue. Yeah, Sorry, your list, not mine. Go ahead. I met him at Matt Carney show. Oh, cool! Pretty much their offensive line was at the show that night, and uh, I flipped out. Matt Carney's like, "You want me to introduce you to him?" I'm like, "Yeah," and I turned into a schoolgirl because it was the Bears. <laughs> How about you? And uh, rewind and this. Here's the conversation he had. First of all, he smelled amazing, but secondly, <laughs> he said, "What's it going to take? What is it going to take to get the Bears to the Super Bowl?" And he was a little drunk. Let's be honest. And yeah. he said, Green Bay Packers, he put his hand up above my head. He goes, Green Bay Packers. And he went way down below my head, and he goes, everybody else. Everybody else. Wow. I said, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> and he laughed Yeah, went about his way. How about that? Well, so, you, makes a list. But you, uh, hold on. Jordan one. Howard. Hey. Uh, number but, 24. He's before, a, but, I'm sorry. Before you go on, Matt Carney introduced you to Jay Cutler. You kind of blew me away when you said Matt Carney's introducing you to people. Yeah, name drop. Sorry, dude. About that. No, I'm. That's awesome. that's awesome. Matt Carney yeah. is awesome. Matt Carney played. I worked at a church for five years, right. and Matt Carney played our youth group, and nobody knew who he was. Dude, and wow. um, and even my like sidekick in ministry introduced him. And he's like Matt Kearney, everybody. Kearney. And the first thing that was, <laughs> oh my god, Carney. And then he played his first song. Yeah. I'll put Kevin Butler. Ka- the, oh uh, yes, kicker. gosh. I'll put Kevin Butler in there. Yes. Uh, Kevin used to be uh, uh, a Chicago radio show from time to time too. Super funny. Uh, I'll go Julius Peppers. Yes, good. I'll job. put Ben. Oh gosh, how long? Maybe okay. I, I get that. Maybe Keith Van Horn, mm-hmm. uh, defensive line, offensive lineman, uh, Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. The year he came to Chicago, gotcha. that was a great year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Bob, Robbie Gould. I hated that they tra- they traded him to the Forty ers Yeah, I think uh, I think we might be playing still if he was and not this other. Uh, I mean, you got to put the refrigerator in there. William Perry from the '85 team. Steve <laughs> McMichael, I put him in there from the '85 team. Dude, Jim McMahon. I'm gonna say if you left my- if you left Mongo Mongo McMichael off that team, I was just gonna be like, what the heck? Like he he uh, certifiably uh, crazy, but yeah. 
at Forte. I'll go Matt Forte. I'll go Devin Hester. Uh, Charles Tillman. Yeah. Briggs. Walter Payton? Uh, what about Walter Payton? Probably number one. What's that? Probably, he'd, he'd probably be my number one. Dude, he was so good, man. Like, he's unbelievable. Yeah. I won't. I won't say anybody that I haven't seen play because it gets a little foggy with some of these other players. Right. But like, can, I, like yeah. Coach, I like Coach Ditka as a coach. Mm-hmm. I like Terry. I mean, I actually saw him play. Erlocker, I like watching Dude, him. Dude, yeah, Erlocker was good. <laughs> Jeez. Gail Sayers, never saw him play, but of course I saw Brian's song, so I know how the story goes. But yeah, number one Walter Payton. That's cool. Well, very, very, very good. Corey, anything uh, you want to promote or anything else you want to talk about before we uh, ride off into the sunset? Uh, yeah, you know, the, the sports podcast that we do leans really Midwest, uh, Notre Dame, local sports. And that's kind of the feedback we've been getting is that some of the other outlets in our town don't even touch on local stuff but in indiana basketball is a big freaking deal so you'll hear a lot about that um yeah and and we have a lot of fun too so the sports yak one i feel like is doing a little bit better than the the interview podcast what else but um yeah i just uh i encourage anybody that listens to these podcasts make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and these are fun to go back on and and uh I got to tell you, when I got uh, your your message that you wanted me to have me on, I, I kind of turned into a giddy little schoolgirl. Like, yes. oh, wow, no, what glad. a privilege. Well, no, no and anytime you want to if – you, if you have a movie, you think of a, a, a horrible movie you ever want to talk about, you open invitation, uh, come on and talk, man, and we'll, uh, we'll have, you, have you on for sure. I want to I tell people, uh, man, uh, your, your podcast, What Else?, is unbelievable because literally it's a who's who – of uh christian music and and i i'm telling you like just you're such a good uh an such a good interviewer i mean i don't know how, how else to put it and then sports jack is so much fun i don't know if you do you listen to um uh marty and mcgee on on espn do you listen to those guys at all i'm sorry i do not should i okay well here here's here's what i'm gonna say here's here's what i'm gonna say I, they have a podcast that's the, basically it's the audio from their radio show slash when they also when they're doing college football stuff, it, it's basically audio. And ESPN's done a smart thing of combining that audio. Does that make sense? They are re, yeah. they're very regional, um, very southern. Does that make sense? Very southern. So uh, yeah. their, their accents are thick. I when I listen to Sports Jack, I almost get this. This feeling of this is the, I, I don't want to say upper mid, but upper Midwest, that, that you know, uh, middle Midwest version of, and not saying, like I said, you haven't even listened to them, version of what Marty and McGee do on ESPN. Like, I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I love it. I love both of them. They're great. Like, I'll take it as that, a compliment. That regional, <laughs> I'm serious what I'm saying, that, that regional, I love sports, and so I'm always, I mean, I coach and have coached for almost 20 years now. But like I I love that regional flair and it's it's fun. Like it adds it adds this other thing to it. That's probably why you know you enjoy doing it cuz it's just you guys talking about the stuff you do <laughs> and that's like on their show that's just kind of the same thing. So it's interesting. Only they're the southern version of it. Well, well one more compliment for you guys. Here's here's what I've learned about podcast world now that I'm a year and a month into it is mm-hmm. 
finding the niche, finding yes. the niche. Yes. And your niche is horrible movie podcast, which mm-hmm. is brilliant. It's well, brilliant. Some days our I, I doubt that. Podcast, <laughs> our podcast, this is how we started out. I introduced myself. I literally know nothing about sports. I am a common <laughs> deep fried dummy. I mean, and Chuck is such a rain man about that stuff yes. that it equals out in some weird way. So that's our niche, you know? And that's uh, Chuck, Chuck Freebie is the, uh, is, is your partner on there. And he is, man, he is a, a plethora of knowledge. Like it's unbelievable. It's awesome. I, yeah. On, yeah. On, the, <laughs> on, the, on the spectrum, Corey, I'm, I'm more like you. I, I like watching sports, but I don't, I mean, I only know a little bit about football and everything else. I just, I know nothing about it. I'm a, I'm a complete dummy. Um, but like, I, I, I understand why you guys' show is so successful because you have both guys on the same show. And so if you're looking for those like crazy, you know, human encyclopedia stats, like just can rail off stats and, oh yeah, this guy's, you know, six five two hundred forty. It's like, how do you know that about this guy? Um, like if if you're looking for that side of it, you can get it. But then if you're also like just trying to get into sports and like learn about it, then you can hear that voice as well on the same show. So yeah. I, I think that's awesome. It's really good. So kudos, my friend. It's very very good stuff. I'm glad I'm glad you were able to come on today. And like I said, anytime you're you want to come on, let's let's talk about movies and sports or whatever. All right. And yeah, the next time I see a horrendous film, and uh, I will, you'll be the first guy I call. I yeah. appreciate that. Think of us. <laughs> I appreciate that. So maybe, maybe, you know, maybe one day we can do a GoFundMe for some funding for like a Charlie Weiss uh, Notre Dame movie. Would you? Would you want to? No. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> no. I would love. I would love to see that. Whatever that looks like. And have. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Is Notre Dame still paying Charlie Weiss? Uh, no, that's officially all done. Okay, but but Kansas is. And and uh, New, the, I think the Chiefs may still be paying. I mean, like Charlie Weiss is a genius. He is a financial genius. Anyway, I digress. He also had a running tab at our local McDonald's because Charlie Junior had to have a chocolate shake every day after high school. <laughs> I'm not lying, uh, Charlie Junior. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, well, I I tell you what, let's do this. Let's do a Charlie Weiss podcast, and we'll just cover <laughs> Charlie Weiss. We'll just do an expose on wherever he's been. It's been great. So, we'll talk to Aaron and Danae about Wise it. And see if we'll see if Aaron and Danae want us to have your Charlie Weiss podcast. So, all right, pal. Well, hey, thanks so much, man. Guys, have a great afternoon. Thanks for the invite, and we'll talk again. Yes, please come on again. We'll see. Yeah, good stuff. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Hey, see ya. Well, what a great, what a great uh, conversation we had with Corey. I want to say interview. This is more of a conversation. That's what I like about podcasts is you're getting together. You're talking about stuff. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I... And, and you I, are, I learned a lot, by the way, listening to him talk. Yes, it's very yeah. good. Uh, the music industry always um, is something I love. I'm a big uh, country music fan. 
I didn't. Really, I should have asked him that. I meant to ask him that. I almost did because he said he liked everything. I, I, I think he does like country music too. Okay, but gotcha. we talked about rock in there. We talked about all kinds of stuff. I can't but, imagine that being as popular up there, though, right? Up in the Chicago area. Yeah, who knows? You know who knows? Yeah. Um, but I I also love hearing about this radio station stuff because if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I love the radio, um, the culture of it. Just that late uh, late night, uh, you're out on the open road, and there's some voice from behind the, uh, you know, coming through your car speakers, talking to you about whatever. Uh, I just like stuff like that. Or summertime, driving around with your convertible top down or whatever you're doing, and the radio's blasting. And, you know, it's radio. Now, granted, you know, things are migrating toward podcasts and, and more streaming and that sort of thing, but radio still has a place, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's a fun place. We love it. Uh, well, very cool. Uh, let's do this. Let's wrap up this episode, the last little bit here, and let's talk a little bit about 2019's uh, Marvel movies that are going to be coming out. And then we, if we have a little bit extra, which I don't know if we will with this amount of time left. Uh, but let's talk first about uh, Captain Marvel. Let's talk about Captain Marvel coming out. What are our expectations? And let's even go this far as to talk about some fan theories even. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, what, but what Jack, th- we can't talk about Marvel movies on a, a podcast about horrible movies. Oh, we can, we can totally do that. So because they may be horrible, you never know. People, the way they're talking about Glass, like the re- reviews are coming out for Glass. It, the, I can't it, it may be. That movie I, being I bad. can't either. But it, the, you know, the critics are never wrong. They're never wrong, Phil. Ever, um, Ma- Captain Marvel. What do you know about the character? Um, I mean, I know some of her powers. I know that she's kind of uh, been in and out with the Avengers over time. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the series, but they did a series recently where, oh, it was uh, Civil War Two. Civil War Two. Um, C- Captain Marvel is one of the main characters. I loved that series. Um, it was basically Captain Marvel versus Iron Man versus Tony Stark. They wow. were they they took opposite sides on on an issue, and that I won't go into what the issue is, but you would love it. Um, and, um, anyway, uh, that's the most I've, I've read of Captain Marvel is just reading Civil War too, well, but her powers are very interesting and, um, I, I'm just excited to see Marvel bringing a, a lead female. Um, we've had Black Widow, but she's not had her own movie. So this is kind of like Scarlet but, and Scarlet Witch as well. Someone who could probably carry an, her own movie. But I mean, this is Marvel's Marvel's first foray into like, you get the title of the film. Like this is your movie. So I'm yeah. excited. Uh, March 8th, 2019 is the release date on Captain Marvel. Um, $152 million budget. What say you will they will this movie make will will this movie make five hundred million dollars, Phil? Yes. You think it will make five hundred million dollars? Easily. I wonder what pre-sales are already because they're already pre-selling so, for this movie, which is unbelievable. I, I cheated. To me. I cheated just now because uh, Grant was actually telling us that's Grant Youngsma who's been on the show. Uh, he and Caitlin, but Grant was talking about uh, pre-sales and him buying his pre-sale He's, ticket. For he it. said that um, as of right now, the uh, Captain Marvel is now the third most pre-pre-sold movie of all time. That's unreal. Yeah, so it's gonna make a ton of money. And, and pre-sales aren't something that have been around for a long time. But they've really started to migrate. People started to migrate where they're already bought, purchasing those tickets so they can get in theaters and get the seats they want, especially if you're going to like Alamo or something like that where you can actually pick out your seats in a theater. I'm so. going to say that movie makes four times its budget, probably. Um, do you think, and let's deep dive a little bit more into the comic stuff. Did you wa- did you read uh, Secret Invasion comics? The um, Secret Invasion comic 
uh, that's kind of about the scroll. Well, it is about the scroll is, invasion. Is this an older like? 80s, uh, this 90s? is not. Uh, t- no, this is probably mid mid two thousand, mid to late two yes, thousand. I, I did read those. Yeah. Um, and it was there was a predecessor of it back. That's a Fantastic Four one that had the scrolls in it because the scrolls were kind of heavily a Fantastic Four bad guy. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, but uh, in this Secret Invasion. It's basically, it seems like what I see on these previews, the three trailers we have for Captain Marvel, it seems like that's kind of where they're going with this story. Cool. Which, I, it's it cool. I'm worried. I'm a little I'm a little bummed out that they'll use that whole Secret Invasion plot for this movie, and then they'll be afraid to do more of it, because I would love to see... Is there one shot, basically? But yeah, but I would love to see that play out as... Um, oh well, look! This Iron Man has actually not Iron Man. He's been a scroll for the last five years. They can still do that. I mean, Captain Marvel the movie takes place in the '90s, so um, the right. setting is like a long time ago. And maybe they'll so, sow some seeds for that to develop. And I just worry yeah. that this is going to be their homage to that comic line, right. and then they won't come back to it, and we'll get you know a fake Mandarin again or something. Uh, for people who don't know or haven't seen trailers or whatever, the scroll are basically shapeshifters. So they can take the form of any person that they want, change their voice, everything. So like they can look exactly like Tony Stark. Um, think like Mystique from the X-Men. That's true. Maybe she was a scroll. All right. So that's Captain Marvel. That's coming out in March of 2019. Uh, also on the list of movies coming out in 2019, we have Avengers 4. We have Endgame. This is the Infinity War, yeah. the Infinity War Part 2. A small little movie called Endgame. A tiny one. Avengers, the first one, uh, it made over a billion? Oh, yeah. Um, and it was uh, quite a big quite a big movie. A, a total game changer. And the Thanos snap uh, changed. Spoiler alert here, but but if, if you haven't seen it already, I mean, when are you going to see it? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, see it before April. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, two billion dollar box office, a four basically a four hundred million dollar budget, which is huge. That, that's very big, yeah. Uh, but it made two billion, so I mean that kind of counteracts I knew, it. I knew it made well over a billion. Yeah, and that, it was up to two. And that was the uh, Infinity War Part One. Uh, now the Infinity War Part Two. Uh, this is Avengers Four, basically. Uh, boy, it's going to come out and be a big one. Endgame. Uh, thoughts on that one? Do they all come back? Does everyone come back? Does someone die officially in this one? Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, any, I, any guesses? My guess, I was talking to, again, Grant, um, also known as uh, Frank Dakota. What? Oh, no, no, no. That, that, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm saying Grant knows Frank yes, Dakota. Yes, because they're from, yeah, they're, from South yeah, Dakota. They're both from the same state. Right, right. They may be related. Um, uh, he and I were talking, and I said, I think at least Captain America will die. He thinks Captain America and Tony Stark are like perma-dead. Like they're both of them. What? Yeah. Like so. zombies? Oh wait, sorry. They're, you don't think they would do a Marvel a Marvel Zombies movie? Because no. they've had Marvel Zombies. They've had them in the comics. In the comic, and they're kind of entertaining to to look at. Yeah, I don't which think is interesting. So. You, oh, do you have you ever read those? No, I haven't. They're kind of entertaining. Um, well, very cool. I think um, they're all the people that are gone are all trapped in the Soul Stone, and um, they will all come back. But I think that you know Loki may be gone for good. Yeah, Possibly? I think I think he's he's he was gone. I mean, he's gone before the snap. So, I, I, but I, was he? Uh, I don't know. You ever know? No, no one's ever dead. No one's ever dead. And when I before I started uh, reading comic books and looking at comic books, there was that saying, "No one's ever dead forever except for Bucky." And then they brought Bucky back. Uh, all I know about Captain going back to Captain Marvel is if they tease Miss Marvel, 
<clears throat> in uh, Captain Marvel, I will lose my mind because Miss Marvel is like my top three comic ca- characters of all time. Well, on the last one, I just want to mention real quick Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. But we're about out of time. So we will see you guys soon. Um, really, uh, I just want to tell you, we appreciate you guys listening in uh, to this episode. Corey is phenomenal on this one. And I... Uh, just, I'm glad we had an awesome, awesome guest there, Phil. So, uh, fun. radio folks, we will see you on the other side. But yeah, so there it is. Well, there it is, Phil. Um, I'll tell you. Uh, Spider- we're not going. We're not going. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead. No, let's gonna, go ahead, okay. podcast people. We'll talk uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, I'm interested to see what this movie has in it. What this movie has in it. Obviously, it's going to have Peter Parker. Tom Holland's Peter Parker is back. However. Who will be the main villain in this movie? We have Mysterio cast. Jake Gyllenhaal is cast as Mysterio. Yeah, which I'm so I'm so glad to see Mysterio in a movie. By the Some way, some of the write-ups though say that he uh, that Mysterio is working with Peter Parker at, at least at the first of the movie. I could see him then turning on Peter Parker. It'd be some ruse, some trick. Yeah, not sure. Uh, all I know is that uh, Tom Holland is back. Uh, John Watts is back as director. Uh, I have no doubts about this movie being phenomenal. The, the first one was so good. I really want to see a Sinister Six. It's gonna take a it's gonna take a bit to get it worked up. You know that's what they were gonna do with um, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. I know, not Garfield the cat. <laughs> when you first said it, I was like, really? Normal is normal and Odie are they involved? <laughs> Spider Man comes out and goes, I hate Mondays. Uh, but, oh, I'm fighting over some lasagna, John. <laughs> Uh, no, they were working up to Sinister Six with that movie, uh, with that franchise. Yeah, and, and then, then it went to it tanked. Yeah, it went to tank. It tanked like Rhino's suit in that um, movie. Speaking of uh, Rhino, uh, the Spider, the Marvel Spider-Man game that came out for PS4 this this last year, 2018, yeah. is a Sinister Six movie, basically. That's cool. Or a, a game. So the the plot of that game is is Sinister Six. So yeah, I would love to see him take on just a huge group of foes. You talk about games. Talk about games. We'll end on this one. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Yeah, I got announced. Is it out or is it just announced? No, it's, I mean it's. I think it's a ways out. In fact, and it's exclusive to Switch, which is Nintendo Switch. Which is, what? Which is crazy. Oh, yeah. bummer. Man, I, my, my son really wants a Nintendo Switch. I want to know uh, how much. I, I just can't. I can't drop that much cash. Uh, I, I I want to know how much uh, Nintendo paid to have that. Now scroll back up there. Ultimate Alliance, the first one, was it on? Is it on Xbox One? Um, it's backwards compatible, probably. That's awesome. Well, I may go yeah. pick that one up and play it. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the the new one is called the Black Order, and they don't have a date for it. Only on the Switch. Year. Yep, exclusive. Has all the characters from Avengers, Guardian of the Galaxy, Inhumans. <laughs> That's funny. And then, um, yeah, X Men. Yeah, yeah, X Men are featured in the game. All right, so very cool, good stuff. Well, uh, Phil, anything else? No man, I, it's gonna be a good year for movies. I my should be. I, my hope is that we can still pick out a few for us. We will. For our we podcast, already have but. one <laughs> that really came out last year. I guess technically at the end of last year, Holmes and Watson. Uh, and then it's in we'll, theaters uh, now still. Totally. I, my guess is that that is not in theaters by the end of January. No, I bet it'll be gone. <laughs> so we'll go see it. Will Ferrell wants your money. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, just because they're from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. And just because you've never tried Zots doesn't mean today's not the day. Go try some Zots today. Z-O-T-Z. That's Zots. The candy with the surprise in the middle.
Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.